You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Find a fresh take on a fall getaway to Wilmington, North Carolina and beaches. Enjoy hiking trails in a state park, fresh seafood with a sight of live music and fall festivals galore. Then live it up along the Riverwalk in Wilmington's historic downtown with three island beaches, Carolina, Curie and Wrightsville and a vibrant downtown. You get the best of the Carolina coast all in one place. Plan your fall getaway at Wilmington and beaches Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to The Wrong Cat Died, the podcast breakdown of the cat's catastrophe. I'm your host, Mike Abrams, and boy, has this been a wild ride. When I agreed to create this podcast, I was only planning on doing 10 episodes. Since then, I've broken down 10 characters. I've met former cast members. I saw the Cats movie. I even hosted a live debate at BroadwayCon. I was not expecting a Cats parody podcast to be so well received, but here we are. We've come a long way since I kicked things off, but the fans have spoken, and I've been asked to break down more characters. I have plans for this podcast to expand in the future, but until then, I want to cover a few more cast members that you need to know about. So, what better way to kick things off than to start episode 11 with our narrator, Monkus Trap. Cue the intro music. There's a cat over here. There's a cat over there. And the wrong one died. And the wrong one died. Welcome to The Wrong Cat Died, the podcast breakdown of the cat's catastrophe. Today, we're going to talk about Monkus Trap, and Monkus Trap is a mouthful, so I'm going to call him Monk from here on out. So what do we know about Monk? Well, Monk opens the show, and he's one of the first cats we get to hear speak in the entire play. More importantly, is he's our narrator for the entire show. He seems to be well-liked, and I believe he's the leader of the tribe whenever Old Deuteronomy is not around. We're really not given a lot to work with for Monk. Because he doesn't have a song, he doesn't have a main dance number, and we only get a few shots of him speaking and singing and dancing throughout this play. But as the narrator, he does have an important role. So here's Monk's story. He opens the show, he crawls out in the front of the stage and sings the very first line to the Jolko songs for Jolko Cats. He dances around but isn't super involved again until he breaks the fourth wall, all right, Dame Judy Dench, to explain the purpose of the Jolko tribe's yearly meeting in the song, The Invitation to the Jolko Ball. Monk has to be a decent singer since he sings lines in Jenny Any Dots, an old Deuteronomy song, and he also has to be fairly athletic because he and Alonzo fight McCavity in most productions. But there's really one part I want to discuss with Monk, and it's because he does one kind of strange random thing, which is for old Deuteronomy's entertainment, he directs the awful battle of the Peaks and Pollicles. And this is definitely one of the weirder dance numbers of the show. And I know I've said that a lot, cockroaches tap dancing and many others, but this one is framed as a play done by Cats for Old Deuteronomy. It's midway through the first act, and if you weren't confused enough already, you have to deduce now that humans, dressed as cats, are doing a cat's play, but dressed as cats, dressed as dogs, performing for a cat as a cat. So yeah, that makes a ton of sense. And it's also a little meta. But what exactly is this battle? That's right, we gotta tell you more. 
This dance number is about cats dressed up as dogs, dressed up in junk. That's right. They're telling a story about how a dog fight was saved by the great rumpus cat. And again, this is a fictional play within a play. So there's not a lot about the great rumpus cat. But it's assumed that he's fictional and he's usually played by one of the ensemble's cast members. There's not a lot to go about him, but he's portrayed as a superhero to the Jellicles. And he's outfitted with red eye masks and a sleek black coat with a giant Superman-style R logo across his chest. So here's the thing about this part of the whole play. At this point in the play, if you're watching it like I was, I was thinking that we were still watching The Voice or American Idol. I'm expecting everyone to come up and make their case. But then this play comes up, and it's a little bit more America's Got Talent, where there's a play, and there's all kinds of creativity, and there's dress-ups and costumes and dogs. And so I don't have any idea how you're supposed to deduce what's actually happening here in this section. But I am glad we got to cover it, because it's a very important part for Monk. It's a little meta for me, a little too meta for me, but I do think it is kind of an interesting thing to watch. And it is a very unique part of this play that's almost impossible to explain. Even reading it and trying to break it down has been super difficult. One more thing that's worth noting is that Monk doesn't always lead this battle in every version of the play. The 2016 revival, he wasn't actually involved. It was used to be part of Gus reminiscing instead of being to entertain Old Deuteronomy. But either way, I do think it's an important piece, a piece that you need to know about, and piece that is critical to most of Monk's portrayals. So it's also probably a good thing for us to move on because that's enough about this play. So how does Monk's song differ from the poem? Well, Monk doesn't have a song, so I don't really know how to cover this section. So here's what I'll say. When the Cats movie goes viral and it becomes a cult classic, which is going to happen, Taylor Swift and I are going to write songs for all the characters that don't have songs. And it's going to be based on T.S. Eliot poems that no one's ever heard of. And that is going to be the future. Let's dig into some real and fictional characters from Monk is Trap. Monk is our narrator, so let's dive into some of my favorite narrators. Let's kick it off with one of the best TV narrators of all time, Ron Howard in Arrested Development. The Bluth family feels a little bit like Jellicle Cats for sure, and I've already compared Job to Mr. Mistopheles. Plus, there is a Bluth family member named Bustopher, which is close enough for Bustopher Jones, so we're starting to round out our cast if we were using Bluth family members for a Cats revival. The second one is another great TV narrator, which is the adult Kevin Arnold from The Wonder Years. Honestly, I have no ties to Cats in The Wonder Years. I just think Wonder Years is a great show, and Kevin was a great narrator. So let's just pretend that Kevin Arnold and Winnie Cooper are the love story we wish we got out of Rum Tug Tugger and Bomber Arena. If we switch to movies, the narrator in the Fight Club is a very fitting choice. That movie is also super meta, a little bit of a play within a play type of thing, which is how I feel about Monk after he conducts his dog cat play. Plus, the Fight Club narrator is shockingly funny, but not always in the way you expect it. And to be honest, that's how I feel about the cast movie. Sometimes funny, but definitely not in the way I was expecting it. And last but not least, narrator Monk is like Morgan Freeman. Morgan Freeman is the greatest narrator of all time, so nothing more needs to be said about that, except for that, I wish Morgan Freeman was in Cats. Welcome to the internet rumor mill. The rumor mill gets pretty light once we get to the lesser known characters, so I'm gonna do my best to come up with stuff or just make stuff up on my own. But I do have a very good theory for Monk that I wanna cover. The first one we gotta talk about is I found a list of cats that have wealthy owners when I was researching Monk. And the list is Monkus Trap, Bustopher, Skim, Mistopheles, Victoria, Mungo Jerry, and Rumple Teaser. So my research found that I thought Tugger should have been on this list, but he's not called out. And one thing I still really can't figure out is who they're saying has owners or not. 
My guess is it has to do with if they wear collars or not, but this list seems to be a little strange and it's definitely undefined in the rumor mill. So if anybody knows, please let me know. Second rumor is Monk's astrology sign is a Capricorn. I've learned my lesson. I'm not digging into this. However, if anybody that listens knows an astrologist who specializes in cats, I have been trying to get somebody because I really want to figure out how this lines up. So if anyone knows, please put me in touch. I would love to do a bonus episode talking about cat astrology, completely devoted to it. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Okay, let's get to the cat's family tree. We already know a few things from previous episodes. One is we know Monk is brothers with Rum Tug Tugger and he's the son of old Deuteronomy. We also know it's pretty likely that he's McCavity's brother, which is partly why we assume he fights Monk because he steals and kidnaps their father. The other rumor is that Monk is sleeping with Cassandra. Not a lot to that rumor, just listed there. But here's the one I want to break down. Because I have a theory and I have some thoughts, and I think this is honestly why I was born to break this down. So Monk is also rumored to be sleeping with Demeter and that they are the parents of Victoria. So let's think about this because I have some questions about the timeline. Let's catch up on what we know. We know Monk and McCavity are brothers. We know McCavity and Demeter have an abusive relationship. We also know that Demeter and Monk very likely have a child together. So what does that mean? That means that we have three choices, three options of how this could break down. One is that Demeter had a kid with Monk and then dumped him to be with his brother McCavity. That could be option one. Option two could be she cheats on her abusive boyfriend, McCavity, with his brother Monk, which again is another great way to spice up this relationship even more, and then accidentally gets pregnant. Or the third option can be while her and McCavity were on a break, she gets with Monk, has a baby, and that's actually the genesis for their abusive relationship. That to me seems the most likely, but here's where I wanna take it a step further. Now stick with me. Everyone thinks that Monk and McCavity are fighting because McCavity kidnaps his father, Old Deuteronomy. But what if McCavity kidnaps Old Deuteronomy as a way to get Monk to fight him? McCavity could be very angry that his brother knocked up his girlfriend, so he kidnaps their father knowing that Tugger's too busy around humping everything that walks, so Monk is going to have to be the one to defend their dad. McCavity's ruse is to just get to attack Monk as a revenge for being Demeter's baby daddy. But it backfires and he loses. I'm just saying, it all lines up. And that's my theory. The one that I think is true is that McCavity is actually trying to fight Monk for knocking up his girlfriend. At this point, I am shocked that Andrew Lloyd Webber refuses to meet with me because, Andrew, I need answers. And I think I have come up with some of the best theories that you've ever seen about cats as it relates to the rumor mill. And no one has been able to tell me if they're truthful or not, former cast members and everyone else. And so if you know Andrew Lloyd Webber, and I know a few of you who listen do, I would love to chat with him. So please get him in touch. But either way, I really thought for a long time that the Jelly Busted for Grizz Love Triangle was my favorite rumor mill, but this is not my new favorite. Here's a wild request, and I'm not sure this is more for Tyler Haynes than it is for me, 
But can someone who writes the erotic cats fan fiction do a Monk, McCavity, Demeter love triangle story? I could not find one. Maybe one exists. But to be fair, there are just thousands upon thousands of Tuxtopheles stories. So if anyone has one, I am curious because that is my theory now. Let's dig into some Monkish Trap YouTube comments. He doesn't have a song, so I went with the Jellicle song, and that's because it's mostly sings in. So here are my favorite. Junior Avi. Cats, 1981. People that look like cats. Cats, 2019. Cats that look like people. Junior Avi. Very, very true. The movie needs a little bit more editing. All right, next. Sonia V. I still don't know what a Jellicle cat is. Sonia, no one does. And that's what I'm here for. Talia Parker. This song is annoyingly catchy. Talia, I'm not sure I agree with you here. I do think that this is an interesting song, but McCavity is annoyingly catchy. And last but not least, Tea Time. When I first saw the musical, I thought they were saying genitals. All right, Tea Time. That is confusing, jellicles and genitals. But have you seen the movie? Because I'm pretty sure I saw Jason Derulo's Jellicle Cats. So why does Monkish Trap deserve to die over Grizabella? I might be reaching a little, but stick with me. If Monk doesn't fight McCavity and Old Deuteronomy ends up kidnapped, then he's likely dead, and that means that there's no winner, or you would say Old Deuteronomy wins because McCavity kills him. But he's not there to make the decision, and he's ultimately the one that makes the decision. So if Monk fighting off McCavity is the only reason anyone even gets the chance to win, then that victory should be rewarded with a death. Quick counter. As amazing as Monkish Trap is, he doesn't really do a lot. He only has a few lines as a narrator, and he conducts that weird dog play. So if I'm really thinking about it, Grizabella is probably a little bit more deserving. So how do I rate Monkish Trap on a scale of one to nine cat lives? I give Monk a solid three cats. Honestly, at this point, he gets the same score as Jenny Any Dots, since the dog play is as weird as the cockroach tap dance. It's now an unwritten rule of mine. If you bring any species that's not a cat to this play, you're going to get a three cat rating. Thanks for listening to episode 11 about Monkish Trap on the Wrong Cat Die, the podcast breakdown of the catastrophe. To follow along, you can subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or anywhere else you listen to podcasts. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at The Wrong Cat Died, or check out our website, thewrongcatdied.com. Hi, y'all. This is Kristen Chenoweth. Hi, I'm Gloria Stefan. This is Sarah Bareilles. Hi, I'm Patty Gapone. This is Lynn Manuel Miranda. You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.